0: We are coming up to seven forty-five on a Saturday morning time once again for our wine chat with our friend Jack Farrell from that family-run business. How many years now, Jack? Eighty-five. Eighty-five years, <laughs> and uh, now that's not Jack. Now that's the business. No, no. <laughs> please, <laughs> let's not push it. I
1: sometimes feel
0: that. I'm always. with you, my friend. What What are we going to talk about? You today? know,
1: we're going to talk about today something totally different: bourbon whiskey. Uh, You know, whiskey has a very noble history. It comes from the Gaelic uskaba, which means water of life. And the term whiskey, you know, our father of our country, George Washington, was a huge distiller. His distilleries in today's dollars would have done tens of millions of dollars a year in producing whiskey. But today, because of the Kentucky Derby, let's talk about bourbon whiskey. Bourbon whiskey is a particular type of whiskey, and 95% of the bourbon in the United States is made in Kentucky. And the difference with bourbon is it has to be 51% corn. You know, the... The other whiskeys that are made can be from all sorts of other grains. They do not have to be made of primarily corn-aged whiskey. Bourbon whiskey can be made anywhere in the United States, but most of it is made in Kentucky, and an awful lot of it. Over 120,000 uh, mint juleps will be made today and are sold today at the Kentucky Derby. And uh, that's a whole other story about the juleps themselves. But the whiskey, the name is uh, uncertain where bourbon really comes from. Undoubtedly, it's probably Bourbon County, Kentucky, but some people said it comes from Bourbon Street in New Orleans, because when you went into that street in New Orleans, served American bourbon. The other places served primarily French cognac. But either one, it's probably from Bourbon County. When Kentucky, before it was a state, the, almost the whole state was regarded as Bourbon County, uh, named after the French royal family, the Bourbons. And what happened is, in the mid-eight, late 1700s, early 1800s, uh, they would ship a lot of stuff down from the Ohio River, and there were the barrels would say on Bourbon County, and thus. The name bourbon. It said too, that, and I think this is fascinating, that a fellow by the name of Elijah Craig is really credited with inventing the recipe for bourbon. Besides being 51% corn, uh, it has to go into brand new oak barrels that are charred on the inside. And that charring on the inside. Bestows a lot of the sweetness and the color in whiskey. When uh, bourbon is made, it comes out of the distillery, it's a colorless liquid. It's called white dog. And you'd be similar if you had the, uh, uh, is a popular thing about the, the uh, bootleggers in Kentucky. But that when they make this white dog, it goes into these brand new charred barrels. And they, depending on the time in the barrel, is where the barrel gets its flavor and uh, the whiskey turns that beautiful honey color brown and becomes what it is as we know it today bourbon whiskey. And, and that charring of the barrels, and you know, Kentucky has all we need for good whiskey, they grow a lot of corn. They have uh, certainly uh, a lot of oak trees for making good oak barrels. And lastly, they have that wonderful limestone water, which is also part of it. In fact, there's a trail called the Bourbon Trail in Kentucky, where you visit about 15 distilleries going from Louisville to Lexington, and that's a good way to get acquainted with bourbon. And as I said, bourbon is a big thing in the United States. Last year, we exported about $3 billion worth of spirits. $2 billion of that was bourbon. So, bourbon is very popular. Bourbon also has the unique distinction of being declared by the United States Congress our native spirit. And thus, the name bourbon can't be used anywhere else in the world, only in the United States. And as I said, most of that bourbon is uh, grown. Uh, And made in Kentucky. Uh, And the bourbon from Kentucky is really superb. And then when you make these mint juleps, which I said will be consumed en masse today at the Kentucky Derby, uh, they're based, a julep is based kind of on a mash. And the idea in the mash is you masticate herbs or something and put them in with sweetness. And thus a mint julep is born. Mint julep is very simple to make. It's simple syrup, uh whiskey, bourbon whiskey, that is. In fact the uh sponsor this year is Woodford uh bourbon and they've been sponsoring the Derby for about the last ten years I guess. Uh and and the Derby itself, since 1938, so it's almost 100 years, has had uh, mint juleps as their principal drink, uh, which, again, exalts American bourbon, which is not a bad thing, because American bourbon is quite distinct, and it's different. Whiskey is made all over the world, i.e., Scotch whiskey, Irish whiskey, and even the Japanese make a lot of whiskey. But uh, bourbon is a strictly indigenous American creature and it really is good and Kentucky is really the best place to get it because they're the best at producing it. So no matter what, but if you're making a mint julep, it's very, very simple to make. It's only uh, a few items and what it is is simple syrup and simple syrup is easy to make at home. It's a saturated solution. Of sugar and water. So if you added two cups of water, you'd put in two cups of syrup. I find it's good to do that with very warm water. It enables the sugar to dissolve much quicker and infuse itself to make a syrup. So you take two cups of hot water, two cups of sugar, then. Uh, some mashed-up, maybe two cups of mint that you've mashed up pretty good. Uh, Put it in a Cuisinart or something like that with a little of the syrup till it's completely saturated, that simple syrup, with the mint. Then you take something good, a a good whiskey, like, for example, Woodward uh, or Buffalo Tracer, some very good whiskeys around. You put an ounce or two ounces of the whiskey in, two ounces of that simple syrup with mint, <coughs> crushed ice, and then garnish it with a mint leaf. <coughs> and you have a mint julep that's very, very hard to beat. And believe me, having been to the Kentucky Derby a few times, it certainly enhances the enjoyment of the race when you are able to have a mint julep in hand. And, of course, we can all do that at home is uh, with the recipe I've just given. And, incidentally, all these recipes – are available at Haskells.com. So if you didn't write them down, don't feel bad about it. You can just go to our website and pull up the recipe. But again, if I were making it, you make that simple syrup, which is, as I said, pretty easy to do. Then you masticate uh, that mint real good, infuse it into the simple syrup, and then almost equal parts of that syrup with a good uh, bourbon and over-crushed ice, and, and you have an absolutely wonderful drink. Uh most good bourbons are drunk neat. That means it's drunk in a glass with no ice, uh plain, no additives to it at all. Of course everybody loves to add things uh to their bourbon whether it's the bourbon and seven up or bourbon and club soda or bourbon and water or whatever. But Bourbon's flavor comes best when it's drunk absolutely neat. But the mint julep was popularized by Henry Clay in Washington D.C. He was a senator from Kentucky, and at the Willard Hotel, which is still standing, uh, he, and he was served at the bar there because it was his favorite drink. So you know, can lift a glass to your favorite horse or you can lift a glass to Henry Clay, or we can lift a glass to Elijah Craig, who, incidentally, is credited with inventing bourbon. But more interesting than that, he was a Baptist minister. So imagine that, that uh, whiskey was absolutely subscribed to been invented by a a Baptist minister. A lot of them don't even drink, but he certainly did, and he's credited with a lot of Kentucky first. He was a very smart man, the first paper mill and first fueling mill they ever had in the United States, uh, Craig built. And uh as I said, bourbon is a wonderful American native drink. And it went west with the Americans. Bourbon became very, very popular and it's popular today, as I said, can you imagine? It makes up two thirds of the spirit exports of the United States our bourbon whiskey, and there's a reason for that. It's popular all over the world. And even today, as I said, in 1964, the U.S. Congress declared bourbon a Native American beverage, and recently in 2008 they reaffirmed that, and bourbon is definitely Americana in the spirits world at its very, very best. And you can really enjoy a run for the roses, Today, if you have uh, mint julep in hand, because they're a delicious, wonderful drink, Uh, I'm ashamed to say the only time I ever drink them is on Kentucky, but it's such a good drink you might even decide you like it well enough to have it more than just when the Kentucky Derby is playing on TV, but other times as well. And Speaking of Run for the Roses, rosés have gotten so terribly popular these days, and there's just a lot going on in the spirits business. Cinco de Mayo is tomorrow. The Kentucky Derby is this afternoon. And, of course, Cinco de Mayo is often celebrated with a, lots of wonderful Mexican beers or tequila, which is, again, uh, a, a national spirit credited just to Mexico, just to the tequila region, uh, and is a, has a noble history unto itself. But anyhow... So we, this is a great weekend, Denny, for celebrating the spirits of both Mexico on Sunday at Cinco de Mayo and bourbon to, today with the running of the Kentucky Derby. And uh, if you, Mother's Day coming up, as I say, it's a run for the roses. Why not have some rosé wine? Because, boy, oh, boy, are there a lot of them. I counted how many we sell. It's over 200 wow. different rosés. <laughs> So it's that's, gotten to be a very popular category.
0: I uh, noticed some, uh, some of Bo's comments uh, on uh, Facebook about that. And uh, th- that that's really worth trying out, all these wonderful rosés you guys sell.
1: Yes. In fact, today we have a fabulous rosé tasting at all 11 Haskell stores. There'll be dozens and dozens of different rosés to taste at each and every Haskell store this afternoon between 1 and 5 o'clock. And Uncle Herbie uh, will be pouring mint juleps at the St. Paul store. He's an expert on making them, and he'll be pouring them and sharing his recipe. And as I said, uh, for that mint julep recipe, you can just go to Haskells.com. And today is a great day to try those rosés from around the world at all the Haskell's stores. There's a Haskells near you where you'll save big, big dollars on wine. Haskells in Bloomington, Excelsior, Faribault. Our super seller up in Maple Grove is not to be missed. In downtown Minneapolis, we have free parking on Saturday and Sunday. And Minnetonka is Highland Village, Plymouth, St. Paul, Stillwater, White Bear Lake, and Woodbury Toon. If you can't come in, go to Haskells.com. It'll take you right to the Haskells website, where you can celebrate today and tomorrow, actually, is the last day of Haskells spring sale. And you can celebrate it by trying all of these wonderful rosés this afternoon. And there's sure to be one in that category that will appeal to you and also appeal to mom. As I always say for mom, why not give her a bouquet? You can both share a fine wine.
0: I was just thinking, too, Jack, uh, tomorrow you mentioned uh, Cinco de Mayo. And uh, if, you, if the folks at Haskell's, of course, will be glad to help you out with uh, tequila or well, mezcal, if you want to get original, they'll help have, you out with that, too.
1: Have we got tequilas? Uh, and they, they're they delighted to do it. Also, <clears throat> great margarita recipes, again, mm. are available. Just go to Haskells.com, check the recipes. You'll get the recipe for the mint julep, uh, the recipes for your favorite margarita, and, of course, the best margaritas, in my opinion. Are the simple ones that aren't flavored with raspberries and strawberries oh, and bananas. For and all sure. That. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Well, Jack, enjoy run for the roses, and we'll talk one week from today.
1: I'm going to look forward to that, Denny. Thank you, Jack.
0: Jack Farrell from Haskell's.